Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast, the podcast that doesn't know when it's beaten. The Jam, Jelovic and Miller fired just a comeback win in a strange town. Indeed, the Aberdeen result left us thinking, that's entertainment. Attention turns to the modern world of the Champions League. Bursaspor played like absolute beginners against Valencia, but in the city on Wednesday we'll need three points to make a good start to the home campaign. we look at all that and more on Heart and Hand. Okay, so uh, we'll just kicking us off there with jam-related punnery, um, just to, to say hello and thank you for sticking with us after last week's sound debacle. Um, this week I'm joined by Mr Scott Vandenacker. Hi David, um, jam-related punnery? Yes. News of the world? No, we're not, we're not going to mention the news of the world. Um, sitting next to Scott is Cameron Bell. Hello, hello. Hello, and uh, it's always nice to have a good bell end into, into Podland. And, of course, he's the, the Sultan of Suave. It's Mark Dingwall. Hi, 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 campers. Uh, um, we got any abuse for saying last week that uh, you were a bit of a lady killer because people did take it literally. And, uh, Scott, you, you've been uh, quite forthright in your criticism of lorry drivers and their insidious campaign of... of Slaughtering innocent women. Well, I do, but also Mark's approach to how he deals with dates is similar to what Cammy was saying. Well, I call them dates. Okay. <laughs> what Cammy was telling us earlier about his, his friend who shouts out at the game every week. Yes. Keep it in the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Mark. That'll be Mark. <laughs> and then in the boot of the car, and then in a shallow grave. Yes. <laughs> yeah. when, when, when we're talking about uh, people disappearing, what about David's son? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I was a wee bit surprised to read in the news of the world that uh, I have a kid. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. About him uh, to the CA, to the CSA. That's more, <laughs> more, more pertinently. We Declan. I always thought it was strange that I'm I'm 32 years old. I come from Cowan and I don't have any kids. I figured that you know there must be something. You're obviously wrong heading for that old Benedictine monastery. Yeah. You're going to resurrect it. Yeah, Once you go over 15, David and Cowan, and you're safe for a while. That's, <laughs> that's the optimum age for having Unless kids. Mark comes visiting. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you'll be glad to hear this top quality sound badinage is back because we've got producer Chris back on board after last week when he avoided us because Kilmarnock, of course, threw that. Uh, through that result away against Celtic at, Park, at 
rugby part. Uh, if you do want last week's podcast, which does sound as though we're having a wank in a wind tunnel, you'll find it on the Playback Media website. It's on playbackmedia.co.uk. It featured me, Mark, and Cammy basically what appeared to be shouting at each other very quietly from a, uh, a crowded aircraft hangar. So this week we're back in the groove. We've got the big man back. Um, we might as well start with the, the sheep game, some comeback. Reading stuff in the, in the message board that's kind of like um, blah, blah, great comeback. I actually thought that we were playing in the first half, even going behind. For once in my lifetime, I wasn't panicking about Rangers being too behind. I just thought if, if this is going to turn around, it's going to come. Uh, I thought that 3-2 flat of the sheep, Cammy. I, I thought so as well, but as we were kind of talking about earlier on, it stuns me how Aberdeen raised their game against us, and I never ever fails to disappoint. And if they played like that every week against other teams, they'd be up near the top end of the table. But, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, but then that would include Mark McGee being a top six manager, and Scott, we've never really seen any evidence of that, have we? Well, I mean, I've been quite forthright in my criticism of Mark McGee because... you hate him. Yeah, because he's, he's Mark McGee. And you're right. There isn't a reason. No. I actually had the. I didn't see the game today. Do you think he wants a Celtic job? He's never mentioned it though. The commentator said today, I watched the game uh, in the house today um, because it was in my bunker after a, a newspaper article. And uh, I watched the game in the tele today and he said that Mark McGee didn't sleep very well last night because he had to sleep in his two year old son's race car bed because he's, his son went through and slept in his bed. And I'm like, you're your son's bitch. <laughs> you know, two-year-old yeah. walks in and went, Oh, you, race car bed, I'm in there. Maybe they had a tactical chat and he lost. <laughs> and, so the, and the booby prize was he had to sleep in the race car bed. Well, know. what he did do today, Matt McGee, it did appear at uh, half-time to one Rangers in the ascendancy, and I agree with Mark's point that we were pretty comfortable even to, to go behind, is he told them to sit back and try and defend it for 45 minutes, and they just didn't appear to have the, the players to do that. It, the thing is, though, that, I mean, even when you saw him during the game in the second half in particular, he looked... Ugly. Relatively, no, well, he does look ugly, obviously, but he looked really calm. Like, he looked quite kind of collected. So, even though his team were thrown away a two goal lead and eventually lost the game, they were still they were still struggling to do it. McGee really never showed any kind of degree of animation. No, I, th- I think he knew that he didn't have a lot of options in the bench. It was all kids, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, well, exactly. What, what I enjoyed about the, the game was uh, even uh, listening to the, the build up in the radio before the game. Uh, when, when the Rangers team came out, McCoy said, You know, we've done this, we've done that, uh, because we're going to have a go. You know, I mean, that was refreshing to, you know, considering all that's that's happened this season with anti-football and whatever, uh, and Rangers. Now, whether that's uh, a boost from, although you can say the uh, <clears throat> the score against Dunfermline, you know, wasn't a correct score because of the, you know, the massive kind of golf that appeared that night. Um, I just wonder whether they thought the way we were moving the ball around in the second half uh, is is that a good sign for going up to Aberdeen and not having you know, one up front in a packed defence. Can I just interject and say, when you said the massive gulf, I wondered if that was the sweat crack in your arse, um, which also contains a lot of stranded animals. It was quite interesting. Well, you have inspected it on occasion. <laughs> Several times. I actually don't share your perspective of the game, because I didn't see it. What? So I, so I Get that quiet, you could have been bumped. Correct. I could have had somebody else in. Well, a, a lack Part of time. Fo- of of, where were you? David, a lack of football knowledge. Where were you? held anyone back in this pod before. No, that's true. That. That's twice I've asked you where you were. And you I was in a car. Yeah, but why were you in a car in a motor Because I was away with my wife for the weekend. Where were you? Edinburgh. Or oh, here. King Billy Elliot strikes again. Was it the ballet? No, it was a hotel. <laughs> did they have ballet at the hotel? They did actually. It was in our room. They had a special show. <laughs> that would be fantastic. We, we went. We had a fantastic. And I had to rely on Radio Scotland. You in tights does not count as a special show. <laughs> <laughs> it will later. Mark. Well, he does in his own time. <laughs> We're no butter. It, it will later. Mark. It will later on. Um, so I had to rely on Radio Scotland, and it appeared that Plucky Aberdeen were very, very unlucky 
and poured forward in wave after wave of attack as the Red Army in the studio cheered them on. No, they were the Red Army in the studio. And, 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 so I didn't really get a perspective of Rangers playing well with Richard Gordon and co. I thought defensively we were pretty poor today. I thought Bagheera was a wee bit dozy. Um, I thought he, we were at fault for the two Aberdeen goals. And it was literally, they were up the park twice and they went into a 2-0 lead. But as Mark said, there, there was a conviction about Rangers. I thought the front six um, were excellent. Mm. Well, I mean, it's like we said um, when we were discussing the game a couple of weeks ago that I'm, I'm still thinking that Bagheera looks a wee bit not off the pace I mean don't get me wrong but it almost seems to be a bit of kind of lackadaisical at times and there's been a couple of opportunities I thought we'll obviously talk about them filming again in a wee while but I thought that you know the, the defensively against them filming were really poor and I think that we need to be able to try and get you know a bit of impetus in from the defence because we are obviously can't do the kind of the same running that he used to do when he was 100 years younger but. Well they should against Manchester United that when they need to defend the guys can defend mm-hmm. it was a really competent performance down there it was interesting, Walter himself said after the Man U game that sometimes actually not a lot to that kind of thing because you're not even looking to go over the halfway line. Yeah. It's a packed defence, everyone's supporting everyone. I think it is harder to have a competent defence when you're also trying to pose. I, we'll talk about this, I think, with the Bursa Spore yeah. preview. But it, it's a different thing. In the SPL, you've got higher line. You don't have people tucked in. There's no one sweeping behind Davy Weir. It's, it's tougher and you're going to get caught for pace sometimes. Well, one of the points I was going to raise there as well was just moving forward in the team a wee bit. I thought Naismith was excellent today. Was, and what's, br- what's brilliant about Naismith is the fact that he always looks up for it. And it's clear to see as well. That I know um, there was a bit of a kind of kerfuffle. I think it was with Diamond and also with Vice for the penalty. But Naismith got right involved in it and stuff. And see, at times, that's how you, that's how you beat these teams because you, mm-hmm. you get them to lose their composure. I was also heartened by that because I remember a few years ago, Pataudry... Uh, if there was a Rami, our boys didn't go and defend each other. Um, I thought the tail end of the McLeish rain and the, the Le Guin rain, if there was a Rami, the rest of the team didn't want to know, but you're right, they will go in and defend each other. Though you've got to say, his hard man impersonation didn't work too well when he runs and bounced off a diamond <laughs> end on his backside. <laughs> but yeah, his game, he's like, we kind of nippy Jack Russell going in against a big stupid Doberman in that instant. And I did like the fact that when Chris McGuire gets sent off, you could very clearly see Nazy in the background mouthing ha 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 as he walked down the tunnel. Put that on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got into trouble a few years ago for saying that uh, Chris Maguire, when he slagged Barry Ferguson and Alan Hutton, I said, you know, who is this guy? In three years will be working in, in Asda. And I got complaints from people who worked in Asda. Um, <laughs> Can I apologise? I didn't call it the Facebook. No, uh, and you'll, you'll be severely punished for that later on. Uh, well, for various reasons, you know. We, we did notice the gayness went down last week, didn't we, when Scott wasn't, wasn't here? So m- maybe you, you bring it in every day. You're a fine-looking fella. Thank you very much. You know, certainly yeah. good for your age. Well, I'm a quite supple. I feel I'm coming over old John Inman. No, maybe later. Perhaps on the interweb. Although slightly Hitlerian uh, shed in the hair this week. Yeah, he's, he's. I think he's looking. He's looking good on it. Acting, baby. Well, Cammy. The front two have really, really shown up. I mean, I hate to say it, but the, the Miller goal run is a bit Negri-esque, isn't it? I know, it's six? fantastic. To be fair, good on Miller. It seems to be Smith tried, or even maybe McCoy's trying to help them out, that Yelvich now seems to be doing the running that Miller did for Boyd yeah. last season. And now Miller seems to be the kind of uh, man up top to be able to try and put him away. But what's good about it is... He finished for the same goal was outstanding. It was, it was great. But what's, what's really good to see about Miller now is the fact, though, that he's getting into his run of confidence now as well. Because he's scoring all these goals and he, he's able to to do the, the, the really easy things but do them easily whereas beforehand I think that I don't think I was alone in my thinking Miller could miss you know from two yards out yeah. fairly, fairly easily but it's because he maybe overthinks about it now he's just banging them in but you saw that with the second goal yeah. uh, and also the confidence when he strode up to take the penalty and Scott Jelovic has already got four goals uh, and you can tell I think when a new player arrives if they're a player I mean it might not work out but you can tell by touch and work rate and he does seem to have that he's, he's not 
dominated the game yet. Uh, but you can tell his touch and the way he plays the back to goal. There's definitely a player there. Mm. I think what's interesting at the moment is that we had Boyd, and I don't think you can denigrate his, his Boyd's scoring rate, but it was like a man down if the game wasn't going his way. The front players now, the front six, are all able to take the ball, trap it, turn into play. They do a lot of running, they do work, they can play with the back to goal. It is a huge advantage for us to not have somebody who's standing around waiting to poach. That's a hard game, it's very tough. I think as well now when the ball goes up front it tends to stick. What, what I, I really enjoyed uh, today was the fact that we looked so comfortable in possession. Very often with Rangers, you know, sometimes balls are overhit. You know, you have possession, you don't immediately get a result from it and we kind of wander the ball back. Today the, the players had, uh, were providing one another with options. Yeah, that was all round a good performance, and I think we owed the sheep one. Um, we've been up there a few times and, well, and flat I mean, to deceive. We've we played them 66 times now at Pitodri, and we've lost... Um, 28 of those times and we've only won including today where did you get that? True, no. true, did you get that though? I, I read it in a book stop planning I'm before the pod and knowing stuff I know, but it's true but, the thing, but this comes back to me I know point. I think that's pathetic you turn up here with your stat and your facts, preparation stuff facts there. facts but again my point is they just trying to show me up aren't they? they uh, that's not difficult well, I, I think you'll find it, it, was, it was the second most, most interesting thing I could read in the news of the world today yeah it's very good you're already on thin ice my boy right? why? you don't, you don't want to like, like, firstly you were quite good the first week and since then frankly there's been a bit of a key laugh thing going on with mm-hmm. you secondly you took a fiver off me uh, no, I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't. Not yet, I haven't. No, actually, you're going to take a fiver off me tonight, um, which I've got in 500 one-pence pieces I'll to hand over to you in bags. Uh, the reason for this, and we'll move swiftly on to the Dunfermline game, is that I was sitting next to Mr Cameron Bell at the Dunfermline game, and he was positively frothy in the trouser area when, when he saw that yeah, Kyle Lafferty was scoring. And after a fairly disappointing first half an hour, um, Lafferty then um, accidentally beat three players and squaffed one in. And Cammy went berserk. He then, uh, because we'd had a bet on beforehand that, that he said that Nasey, uh, that Lafferty would score before Nasey. But looking back, that was a shitty, shitty, awful bet, which I shouldn't have took mm. because Nasey was doing all the work in midfield yeah. just to plamp it through. David... I don't even want to say it. I can't bring myself. What is Cammy's name for Kyle Lafferty? Kalaf. 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 It's just. Is it no missing an S at the start? <sighs> he I did play really well. He did. He did, and he got a hat trick as well, which I don't think anyone expected, and I'm glad to see I, I certainly didn't know. I was uh, the only one. <laughs> That's why you're £5 later. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> absolutely. I know, but I think I was the only one to uh, like, kind of really cheer them on when I was in the Govan stand stuff because people were in this uh, state of disbelief. Yeah, but it was kind of laughing. You're lad in your hand and your tongue at mm-hmm. yeah, Well, it's what happens when I sit next to you. Well, absolutely. You know, what I mean? do you think we all turn up to this naked? Well, that's a, a revolting thought. And the thing is, there's going to be a picture on the Facebook this week of me handing the five pounds over to Cammy. Wonderful. Uh, and when on it your does, mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. that's still my podcast, <laughs> right? You know, I, I, I might be, I might be an unknown father of one being chased by the CSA, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm still, I still have my pride, and I certainly. And remember, Cammy's minion level. This was discussed on the Facebook this week about levels of minions. Mm-hmm. So there's like me, star, right? Then sort of just below my level is producer Chris. Right. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say there's Scott and Mark, regular guests. Mm-hmm. Then there's Fraser, mellifluous Marvin of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Then there's the, the Facebookers, yeah. who are far more important still yeah. than Cammy. No, you missed the dog, Arthur. Oh, Arthur, yeah. yeah the wee, missed the dog. And the dog. dog. Although Fraser... Do you think that's what the news of the world meant when they said there was a father of one? <laughs> yeah, they I always did just get dog. Arthur last week. Maybe the mellifluous tones of Fraser wouldn't be quite so Since popular. a few dogs. Wouldn't be quite so popular when that podcast comes out. No the, the outtakes podcast Yeah when the outtakes pot Jesus uh, He's going to jail He's going to jail for that one He's actually in Zanzibar 
you know some Which is bar? not a gay nightclub, it's apparently a place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Freddie Mercury, I think grew up there. Says it all. He's yeah. got espadrilles. I'm uh, just saying him. That, that guy, Freddie Mercury, right? He, see, when he was alive, he should have watched it because the way he carried on, anybody would have thought he was a puff. Absolutely unbelievable. You know? He was flamboyant. He was flamboyant. He was a Zoroastrian, but Big Scott loves him because he misheard it and thought he was a roaster. <laughs> <laughs> and Cammy was in Dundee this week. I don't know why roasting made me think of Dundee. Anyway, it was a very entertaining match. We had Kyle Hutton uh, come on and played, played really, really well. Nasey was outstanding, as he has been all season. And are you going to bow down to my superior football knowledge now about Sir Naismith? No. Why I'm going not? To, because I'm pleased, as pleased as you are. Well, not quite as pleased. No, no. You actually are too pleased, I can see. Are yeah. you still staying by Edu? Yes. Because he's playing really shit at the moment. Yes, playing You didn't shit. think he was alright today? I think he was okay, but he's obviously been benched because of his did, performances. Did, did you watch the masterclass at Old Trafford? Moe do. Took the game by scruff the neck and changed football as we know it. Pretty much changed the face of modern football. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Mark, uh, so the, the 7 2 result, you said that obviously there was a golfing class between the two sides, but our very Rangersness beats Dunfermline at Ibrox, doesn't it? They just turn up and they're sort of, I don't think they lie down to, to go across Sutton, but they do tend to be in the end of some severe shellac. And the thing I liked about the, the Dunfermline game is very often Rangers in the past, you'll see, you know, we, we do get a couple of goals ahead, and then it's, you can almost see people turning off and saying, right, nobody gets injured, nobody gets suspended, let's just play it out. Instead of which, what I prefer to see is, um, Goal is, is goals, simply yeah. because there's nothing better for players' confidence than, than scoring goals. Um, some people can say, well, we were toying with them towards the end. Um, I actually, I actually thought it was... I think I, I, I wasn't, you know... I wasn't sitting comfortable at all. We were we were struggling. We were, um, but then and we got the goal pretty much instantly. And oh yeah, goal yeah. Was the, the timing was good. But I mean, I said a few weeks ago that it'd be nice to see us put teams to the sword because Webster was a bit disappointing, wasn't he? I thought I, Webster was really poor. I thought he'd a poor. It's game. his first game for Rangers in three years, and the thing is, it looks like his first game of football in three years. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I, I have sluggish. to. No, but I have to confess, I didn't see him that much when he was at United. So I don't know in a comparison how well he played there. But to be nominated for Player of the Year would suggest to me he was obviously playing very well. Absolutely. However, on on pre- last Tuesday I just thought you know the whole defence looked pretty shocking that's what's quite surprising about the reaction to Webster loads of folk on various internet sites were saying hardly played any football he played 30 odd yeah, games for Dundee United games. so he has played a lot of football recently um, I believe he was getting well, he was getting beaten in the air a lot and he, was, he, position. Was, he was getting beaten. He looked hesitant when the ball came over in the air. And the thing was, you're thinking, well, Bouguera would maybe have to talk a young defender through the game. Andy Webster's 27, he's an international. But so, the last time he played for Rangers at Ibrox was against a team who don't exist anymore. Yes, <laughs> it was against Gretna. Right. So, I mean, it's been that long. Some players, it's too big for them. They're good players. Well, I think we've seen that before, yeah. I wonder if Rangers think it's just it's not quite working out for him. I just wonder. I think this is, has to be surely make a break season for him at Ibrox. I don't think there's uh, much point in persisting with him past this season. No, I think that uh, if he's his contract up, it, his contract is up. I think at the end of the season. So the, the point I was going to make, though, not necessarily you know blaming the, the two goals at Webster's door, but you've got to remember as well. We conceded our goal from a corner when we had, and I'm fairly certain, eleven men in the box defending yeah. it. And I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, that's inexcusable. I, I, can I always be to an extent where we play so defensively at corners that we have to have oh, every man in it? We don't leave someone up the park that maybe we can hit as a target. Yeah. We always pack that box. And even to lose a goal directly for a corner, 
with everyone in there is is, mm. is it's, there is no excuse for that, mm. and I think it also again shows how good it is. It where is it been able to organise from the back to be able to try you and make really sure shouted at Bagheera the other night. What's you, that? You really shouted at Bagheera. You accused him of being lazy. Uh, I probably did, yeah, because uh, again, in my opinion, I think he yeah, stole this. Did you did? Right, okay, well, I did then. I was too busy, you know, cheering on Kyle Lafferty and laughing at you. And then I took. Uh, I always, if I'm going to game with somebody, I always take chocolate, and I offered Cammy the caramel or the twirl, and he took. The twirl, even though I had clearly indicated by my hand movement that I wanted twirl, and he was supposed to take the caramel. You think I'm the first kid that you've ever given sweets to? Kid, with the, <laughs> the, the promise of boyish good looks. Yeah. That's one hungry kid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right, okay then. So that uh, sums up. It was a pretty decent week for Rangers, not only in terms of results, but in terms of goals and in terms of performance. Yeah, what to that Ten team? goals in 108 minutes of football. Yeah, Can I also say what happened to that team who are basically Brazil 70 reincarnated this season, who were basically weren't going to get anywhere near. Well, I, we, we seem to be who's top on top of them. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm We're not rubbish. Though. I think they'd be used to it by now, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Can I, sorry, can I also just interject that having now done this section, having spoken about that with the game, there was nowhere near the level of vile hatred that I would like to have put across here because I hate Aberdeen. I mean, I'm not. I, that's not. I, that's not a throwaway. I hate them. Hate them. Almost to the same level as Celtic, but it's again. It just comes back down to the fact that their fans are all scumbags. Xander Diamond's a scumbag. McGee's a scumbag. Maguire, yeah, scumbag. Well, uh, you've not Young. really left a lot of room for manoeuvre there, Cameron. No, I but I would just say. like to put that out there, that's all. I, I, yeah. I would hope that the, the well, listeners would be able from, to get that. I'm getting abused from sheep because I said that I don't like going to, in my book, I said I don't like going to Pataudry because I'm always scared that I'm going to touch something and get rabies. So I'm already on that hit list, but you can join. That's Cameron Bell sheep um, that, you're, yeah. that you're listening to on that one. Okay, before we get into any further trouble, we're going to move on to our Spears of the Week. Picture the scene, listeners. It's the start of the season. There's a, a free zone of excitement in the air as Rangers look set that they might sign somebody. And the idea for Heart and Hand is born. At that point, we decide we're going to need a regular feature. We can do a weekly one that incorporates the world of sport and, and people that have made a bit of a dick of themselves. We suggest we'll call it Spears of the Week, named in honour of the former Herald sports writer now plying his trade at the Open Advertiser. Scott gets awfully excited about this, and week on week... Turns up with a Spears of the Week. Not just one, in fact. Six, seven, sometimes eight. Mm-hmm. The best ones are routinely pinched by Cammy, Fraser and Mark. Mm-hmm. And Scott is left in the corner weeping over his failure to win Spears of the Week. The big man's had a week away. And in week eight, could this be the week that Scott breaks his duck? And can I say, your duck, not the duck. Not Ronnie. No. Right, okay. Is the answer... No, no, you know, I, I'm feeling really good towards you this no, week. you don't understand. I don't know anything about football. This no, week. we know that. Well, no, this week specifically, though. <laughs> I've, been, I've, be... I've been in football, I've been in Siberia, football-wise. Not but, literally. But if you were in Siberia, is it just me or does anybody else think that Scott would uh, go and watch a game in the Trans-Siberian third division? Yeah, would you? And probably bore all the people at the game. And then come back and say, you know, the, the thing about the Trans-Siberian league is that they just don't have good scouting and youth facilities. See, what I don't like about this is, though, that he was away seeing the Lady Boys of Bangkok this weekend. Yeah. Missed the Aberdeen game. A pretty big game for us. You would say. Yeah. Um, because of the fact he, go and, he wanted to go and see some transsexuals. Yeah, and he had tickets for it, which yeah. he sold to one of your mates, did he not? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, funnily enough, I uh, saw a transsexual last night and tonight. We're <laughs> 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 sitting around this table. Yeah. Um, well, the, we've got that I, apparently, can have children without knowing about it, which means that I, if I'm not right, I'm God. Chicks no, exactly. Yeah, you I know. was going to say, that must surely just feed your ego even further to I, know that I, you're responsible well, for an immaculate I've always session. known there was a God, right? And now I know who it is, and it's me. Um, Homer Simpson line there Okay we are going to do Spears of the Week And I'm going to start off with Cammy 
Um, my spears of the week, uh, I didn't nick from Scott, but um, it's got to be Brian Winter, um, the referee of the Dundee. I'm glad you cleared that up. I thought it was the guy that used to do the thing with Snorbit. No, 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 no. no. Oh, right, okay. um, he was a referee. That would have been cool if he was a referee, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> was he Jewish? You don't get a lot of Jewish refs in Scotland. That'd be good. They could give a yellow card and go, oi, what did you do that? You don't for? actually get a lot of Jews in Scotland, so statistically it's probably the right number of refs. That would work, yeah. That's really funny. I've got two really close pals who are both Jewish, but they're not actually Jewish. It's just because they stay in Newton Mearns, which is... Is that what you thought, though, when you befriended them? Nah, I kind of thought they were both dicks, but to be honest, they're just going to hang about now. Point, point of information for any uh, blue-nosed uh, Jewish gentlemen that are on who happen to have a cat... Okay. Mm-hmm. Point of information. That's a very specific audience. Yeah. Mate of mine, brothers in the Israeli Defence Forces, come back and informs them Kitty Cat is the only kosher cat food. Brian Winter, Mr. Winter. Schnobbit's um, running the line. Yeah, he decided to, to book um, a St. Johnson player twice yesterday. Uh, what did he done? It must have been bad if he thought that's worth two yellows. I, I, think, that, I think they were a, a decent space apart as well. Um, but yeah, he did a, he did a Graham Pole. And, um, How long did the lad stay on the pitch for afterwards? Uh, no, no, he was it, finished the game, as far as I understand oh, it. Oh, that's harsh. So apparently he's going to get hauled up before the SFA to explain his actions. I always like that. I feel a bit sorry for us when they made a blunder. Could you explain that? Mm. Yes, I made a yeah. James Hunt of it. Exactly. You just turn around and say, like, I, I made a total mean call. It, clearly. Clearly. Right, there's nothing I can do about it, Jim. I mean, obviously, it's not as anyone near the global scale that like Graham Pohl managed to reach. No. Obviously, the SFA and SPL are furious that he didn't actually save that for Parkhead. Yeah. yeah. So that's well, there's no way he would have been given two yellow cards as Elgic player, let's be true. honest. I know, I know. So, um, yeah, it's a fairly pitiful effort. I'm never going to win this Spears of the Week anyway, does it? It is pretty poor. No, it is, It yeah. does sound as though that you were so busy away getting your stats that basically you've just had a quick well, scratch to the paper. Fraser's not here. You have a chance. The only way how I'm ever going to win this thing is if I bring Edgar around some sort of form of, you know, bribe. Bribe. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Fraser is a shoe in when he gets back from Zanzibar. Don't mention shoes and Fraser. The last no. time I saw Fraser, he was wearing moccasins. Pink. Or, or, yeah, was it moccasins Esprit or drills with no socks? Yeah. And I'm ones. sorry, but see guys in Glasgow. Guys in Glasgow cannot wear shoes yeah. and no socks unless yeah. you're a Ned scumbag. Fraser certainly isn't any of those no, things. He certainly isn't those things. Club Tropicana drinks, drinks are free. George Michael isn't. No. Have you, have, you, have you heard his new song that he's just bringing out about his cellmate in the prison? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I think. Hairless Fister? Yes, we'd, we'd all heard that. I think we all had that text about seven minutes after the judge had, mm. had, that, had said he should be taken down to his cells, but yeah. Oh, you're just, you're just no. He was sent down for some porridge. It's a horrible thought, isn't it? It's Absolutely. Although somebody did say on uh, a, a website, which Mark has more than a passing interest in, uh, it's no maybe the best place to send somebody who loves drugs and bum sex. Mm, that's true. You yeah. know, to, to HM Prison. Mark, Spears of the Week? My nomination for Spears of the Week is the entire Scottish disciplinary football apparatus. Uh, he um, always goes for the big show, doesn't he? he, he does, doesn't yeah. he? You know, all of them. All of them. Every Stalinist, isn't it? Purges. <laughs> <laughs> now, now knowing that my memory is going, and I, tend to, and I tend to get names wrong, Josh McGuinness, who I believe plays for Aberdeen. I believe so, yes. Have I got the right name? And I'm, I'm not confusing yes. him with a, an X Factor hopeful. Stat boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, you may continue. Good, thank you. It's, it's nice to know that my brain cells are working properly. It's Any, anyway, essentially what he said was that he was going to provoke Kyle Lafferty and get him sent off. Hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, I mean, I hope it was Kyle Lafferty, he said he was going to provoke and get sent off. Yeah, it was. And you're just thinking, well, you know, if it was any other team, apart from Rangers, who one of their opponents had said this, would they have found themselves up in some charge of bringing the game into disrepute, provocation? Yeah, you know, you, so. mean you could have a field day, and uh, but guess what? 
It's the same as those IRA songs at Celtic games. Mm-hmm. Nobody noticed. Yeah. I think well, that might explain Josh McGuinness's display then, because if Kyle was on the bench, so if Josh McGuinness was too busy kind of trying to wind him up, not running by him and going, you get back here! Yes. You know, that maybe explains how he was poor. Um, obviously, the Aberdeen players have been having a great week then, because Xander Diamond uh, had a, a wee mention during the week about the fact that the only reason why he stayed, sorry, that was preceded in, 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 in the paper by highly rated defender Xander Diamond, who rates him? I've got no idea. His mum? But he said that the reason why he stayed at Aberdeen was to show loyalty to Jimmy Calderwood. I've got to assume that no one's actually told Diamond that Calderwood isn't there. 18 the, months the, ago? Yeah, the, the Aberdeen manager. The in thing longer. about Xander Diamond is it just me or does he look like ET after a botched facelift? Mm. Yeah, he does, yeah. He's a very ugly Tell me Jimmy Calderwood, though, actually. See Bernie Winters? Very similar. Jimmy Calderwood. So Winters. Jimmy Calderwood gave somebody two yellow cards yesterday. He did, yeah. And didn't send them off? Yeah, it was Jimmy Calderwood. It was Jimmy See, Calderwood. actually, now I'm thinking about it, Mark. See, that we're saying lookalikes. Don't David and Scott look exactly like Siegfried and Roy? Have you got a tiger in this? Who are Siegfried and Roy? The, the um, camp guys who do the tiger stuff. Oh, you would know that because you would watch them. That's the kind of thing you would watch. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. you like all magic and I like, I like my entertainment uh, kind of straight lace sex kind of way. Not this, you know, ladyboys of Bangkok, transsexuals all over the shop. And things that have they, they are famous gay magicians, aren't they? Yeah. I don't think Cammy, even magic, wouldn't help him get his hole, would it? No, no, <laughs> totally. Although, uh, it, says the man who likes. Bangkok. Yeah. yeah, but then Cammy has been known to take a, you know, well, not a tiger, he's been known to take a, to take a dug and try to get them to bite somebody coming out of Bennett so that, he could take them home. Well, that's true. Did, just, no, I'm not going to go there. Right, There's well, websites for that kind of thing. I'm not. Yes, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, Cameron frequents them quite, quite frequently. Uh, Scott, Spears of the Week. Right. I'm a bit. Um, I'm willing you on here, big man. I am willing you on. I'll just quick mention for Rafa, he's, he's working his magic over at Inter. Did get beat again? Yep. Oh, bloody hell. Um, right. You have you have a terrible, terrible season, right? And you get six million quid after the club that you're leaving, and then you get to manage the reigning European champions. That to me is spawny get out of us. Allardyce as well came round and said that he shouldn't manage clubs like Bolton and Blackburn and whoever else has been out. He should manage like Real Madrid and Inter because um, going to these places and managing them would be easy because the you know the, the wealth of talent that you have at your disposal. Benitez has proven that wrong. Yeah, we did mention that on the Ghost mm-hmm. Podcast. Um, was a great line. Can download great line. The guy was talking about his style of football. Yes, about uh, Bolton first, and then Black- and they, they're talking to a guy he knows is a Bolton fan. And he said, you know, you're born a fan, you stay a fan no matter who the manager is, no matter what the style of football's like. He said, under Sam Allardyce, it was like having a dog with three legs. It's a shit dog, but you still love it because it's your dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably sums up. Also, his protege is that guy from Phil Hall. Brown. I, I want, I, Phil Brown was linked with a Celtic job in the oh. summer. I swear to God, I'd have walked in that a coaming, right, to try. I, I would have went down with the Chilean mm. miners and spent four months in captivity if Celtic had appointed Phil Brown. That would have been the best. Oh, he's such a dog. Although Mark admit it, you quite liked that time he appeared on the telly when he had the, the pink chumper just draped elegantly mm-hmm. over his, his nape of his neck. Mark thought it was a mirror, not the TV. We want to keep up the Chilean analogy. If he'd come to Parkhead, I would have been quite happy to have had my genitals electrified personally by General Pinochet. <laughs> I'm sorry, but should we not just get away for the whole idea of Celtic? Miners, the whole thing. Let's yeah, just step we, away. We from probably it, yeah. should. Scott, your actual entry. I think um, it, it turned out a week or two ago, reading that um, this is bizarre. That the former assistant manager of Togo, who was sacked under under cloud. I don't know if he's lifted under a cloud. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, <laughs> don't come back tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he, he took his, his anger out by intercepting various faxes and putting together his own Togolese eleven <laughs> and sending them around the world to play. 
for money and friendlies. <laughs> and he was rumbled recently, but I think it was the... When nobody noticed that, but he was near there. No, well, he just said it was Togolese 11. Which it probably was, And yeah. they went to Bahrain, and they get beat something like 11-0. Now, the Bahrainis asked some questions about where <laughs> the money was going. None of the players played in the Togolese league, <laughs> or appeared to be from Togo. And they were all white. And they were all, yeah. <laughs> this guy put together a sort of Harlem Globetrotters 11 to pick up money, and it turns out he'd been intercepting faxes at the Togo HQ, <laughs> and saying yes to the friendlies, and sending out his own team to get the money. That's got... I mean, I, I, I like the comparison there, the uh, Harlem Globetrotters of... Togolese <laughs> nationals who can't even get a ball and even registered yeah. footballers. Well, the, the thing that made me laugh there when, when Scott was saying that was he was kind of just thinking about the, the idea of faxes rolling in because as a technology beloved of football clubs, know, nobody yeah. has email in football clubs. So, like, oh, the fax machine wasn't working, so we couldn't complete this nine that's, million pound deal. Yeah. That's why uh, Man United were able to sign a uh, Cristiano Ronaldo before we got it, is because our fax machine ran out of paper and that was his agent <laughs> come back to say the deal had been completed. But I know. He would, have, he would have fitted in up here. Would he get a game though? Who still, who still uses faxes though, for Christ's sake? Nobody in the real world, but football clubs love football them. Football clubs love them, yeah. Do you think they've got telexes as well, remember? Yeah. Telex. I remember I had a, a sheet of paper, an A4 sheet of paper from Rangers in the, the late 80s that had printed autographs on it, and it had at the, the top of it the, the, you know, the address, the phone number, and the telex the number. Telex and number. I said to my dad one time, like, we should telex them, and he just looked at me and went, what with? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure when they read your book, they'll be sending you a telex, fax, smoke signals, <laughs> it'll be nice email, people, text. It'll be, it'll be nice yeah. if people do read the book before yeah. they you know, put the book in. Um, okay then, so this is a tough one to make, because Scott, I was willing you on, and to be fair, yours was really, really good. Fraser's getting it, isn't he? But yeah, I think I'm going to have to go for yeah. I'm going to have to go with Scott. Scott, oh, you yes, you have Jesus. broken your yes. I can't know. Yours was pish. It really. was pish. I don't deny that. But even if I came in with the best, and you'd still give it to Van Der Acker anyway. No, I wouldn't have. Ah, you would have. Well, he brought me Diet Coke this week. There we go. Right, you brought me nothing, nothing but heartache. That's all you've ever brought me, yeah, Cameron yeah, Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, you, you come round and made a crack about the news of the world. What about oh well that's not supportive. I wish I wish that if we had enough time we could have done a kind of have I get news for you type thing we all could have been wearing the t-shirts that would have worked well on a that podcast would, yeah I know but we would have, that's why you know, we don't let you the create vi- any the visual medium would have been there but it, you know people would have heard us you know, all you're laughing the reason, at you you're the reason why we can't have cameras in this podcast because right. you would scare the wings because you would sit there with your lad the in your reason hand why going, we can't have cameras in this podcast is because the only one dressed in this room is a producer well that is true but, yeah exactly but then that's why it's yeah. called the naked put no it's not no it's not, not. did we abandon that idea abandon that idea this lived on sort of like nipples on men well, no, it was an evolutionary thing no girls would turn up it just does <laughs> so it would get abandoned after we could get one about the, the boot of Mark's car ok That's then so well that, that concludes Keep section the 2 and um, we're going to go now on to uh, the preview of the Bursa Sport game Bursa Sport then on Wednesday night uh, obviously we got off to a great start in the Champions League with that magnificent 0-0 win at uh, Old Trafford so I'm going to be honest and say I don't know an awful lot about Bursa Sport so Cammy, you've suddenly turned up and decided you're Robert McElroy tell us a little bit about uh, they play in green and white hoops, which is their uh, away strip, I think. I, I think UEFA stopped them from wearing their green and white hoop to away strip against us, though. No, no, they're still eligible to play in it, but apparently they think they'll probably play in their third strip, which is all orange. Oh, well, so I mean, that's from the, the ridiculous to the sublime, then. But I, I think it'll be good to see, you know, someone in green and white playing at Ibrox that could probably give us a game. That's true, that'll be quite mm-hmm. interesting. Can I just bypass the uh, footballing content of this game completely and refer you to the back page of the Sunday Mail, which tells us that uh, cheeky Celtic fans are going to come to Ibrooks undercover by wearing hoops. Don't we get the money if they buy tickets? Anyway, they, they do, but there's also this idea that you know suddenly, and amongst the Turkey support, there's all these people with 
pasty faces, one eyebrow, one eyebrow, pla- plastic slip-on shoes, <laughs> and of course the big giveaway: the gigantic De- Dennis Taylor specs. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, uh, and the hang glider out, out the top. Plastic slip-on shoes. Does that mean Cam- uh, Does that mean Fraser's going to be in the wrong end? That, but has a handmade plastic. Has a handmade plastic. <laughs> Scott, you you do actually know a little bit about foreign football. One of the reasons we have you on here um, is this a game that we should be looking for three points in. Ah, well, there's two things I would say. Right. First of all, it's going to be more difficult than Old Trafford. I will explain myself. Walter came out and he, he did. We we're talking about this earlier that putting everyone behind the ball and kicking it the way you're facing, it, it takes organisation, takes a lot of dedication, but it's not tough in a tactical sense. What is tough is us adding an element of taking the game to Bursaspor. We couldn't do it last year. We haven't won a lot of European games recently. Nil tends to feature quite a lot of the games we play. <laughs> And actually finding a way to retain our defensive structure, but also try and pose them some problems, I think could be tactically more difficult than putting everyone behind the ball. They tend to play, from what I can gather, they tend to put long balls down with the fullbacks. They draw the fullbacks up, drop balls behind them, and they've got really fast wingers. They break in behind, try and stay on side, and that's how they set up a lot of their chances. They play basically on the break with a lot of pace, which is why I think we'll play a deep line and that could cause problems well, of its own for me I think we've got to get Vice into the side at home yeah I agree with that um, to be honest with you when, when we kind of run up to the game on Wednesday I, if I was Smith I'd show them all the Unirea game at Ibrox um, because I, I'm not taking this lightly any longer because we did that against Unirea and you know we got pumped and we got roundly pumped yeah, by what was a much better team in the night than us yeah, they were um, and we can't we can't go into this with any, any kind of form of a, you know a lackadaisical attitude. We've got to go in and hopefully, I mean, as, as Scott says, I mean, if they're a threat, then we've got to take that seriously. Mm. And just because we've never heard of them, you can't give them that level of disrespect that you know we get punished quite rightly for the last time we, we did that to Sunday. I think that's a British thing um, where it, if it's a team you haven't heard of, even though they can be better. So, for instance, if we got Galatasaray or Fenerbahce, people would have been going, "Oh, really, really tough game." But because it's Bursaspor, they're maybe not such a big name that people are saying, "Well, this is a more straightforward match." I think it's because it is a, a relatively uh, remote country where we don't get a, a huge amount of highlights. You know, it tends to be, oh, we've never heard of them. I think what you've got to do is to take on board that, you know, we do know uh, Besiktas and Galatasaray and Fenerbahce and the amount of money that's been in Turkish football over the last 10 years tells you that, you know, you do have to take them seriously even if, you know, they aren't exactly laden, laden with stars. They're also top of the league again. This season so far, after well, they've got that in common with us. Yes, after five games. In fact, Valencia are top of their league as well, and only Man U are failing to set be the, top of the set of head on fire in their own country. Yeah, we talk about winning games at home. It's at this point where you start thinking, well, you know, it's Walter's job to do it because I don't really want to commit myself to say, well, Rangers have been playing well in attack. Do we? go out there to win or do we think well you know the the one up front has served as well over the last couple of years uh, you know that's the that's the big I, question I think I would go with a 4-5-1 especially with Jelovic being ineligible but well, it would be a 4-5-1 that could go to a, a 4-3-3 with, with Vice and Naismith I think the, the problem you have look at last year's Champions League games is to not be cut out by the pace David Weir tended to be playing next to McGregor mm-hmm. That meant the midfields line was basically deep in our own half and that whoever was playing up front was 40 yards isolated. Yeah. It's trying to get some sort of support to the lone striker and try to have a line outside your box. You have David Weir will just have to push up and I know it's difficult, I know he doesn't want to get drawn, but David Weir will have to somehow drag the defence much further forward. I, I think, yeah, I, I, I'm 
sitting where Mark is kind of coming from as well, where I believe that it's it's the case that you know you've done really well against Aberdeen. The formation looks good; it looks all nice and tight and stuff as well. But we're going to change that again to go into. He will play a four-five-one, and we said that before the Man United game, and we kind of got it wrong because he went a five-four-one. But you know, at the end of the day, we we need to be able to try and adapt that somehow. And if we do go into a four-three-three. You know, maybe that will get some goals as well. Okay. Well, I'm going to go down then for quick prediction, starting off with Scott. I would like 1 0. I don't think it'll be a classic. 1 0 no, would be great. Maybe right there, Cammy. Yeah, I think probably it won't be a classic either. So I'm going to say maybe 2 1, hopefully. Okay. Um, Mark? Hopefully, if we keep up our, uh, our defensive end and uh, sprinkle a little, a little magic, hopefully 2 0. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 I think that uh, we'll, we'll be able to get the results That's quite positive for, for Hart and Hand Especially with the European night Okay then, we are going to go on to the competitions uh, And we're running a couple this week Listeners, uh, and you can actually win stuff From Hart and Hand If you missed the Ghost podcast, the one last week That was beset by sound problems um, You'll be able to hear it, although it does, as I say Sound as though it was recorded in somebody's back garden um, You'll be able to get it from the Playback Media website Which is playbackmedia.co.uk Go to the Hart and Hand section there and you can find last week's pod um, we introduced a competition called Bullet for the IRA which is the cultural embargo that were placed on Rangers fans as, as kids where you couldn't buy certain products because people would say that's a billet for the IRA and it's that old joke uh, about certain things you can't buy so we were talking about things like McDonald's, U2 records that sort of thing, ludicrous things that, that you were told you couldn't buy uh, we want your modern ones, we've got a few in but I'm not going to tell you them because that would be cheating, uh, what we want is for you to send them in and you can win the first ever heart and hand t shirt uh, it rolled off the t-shirt equivalent of presses last week and uh, it will be sent out to you you can have it signed if you so wish but we sort of came to the conclusion that nobody would didn't we it's a collector's item hand handmade by cripples in a sweat shop factory in taiwan or, or your back uh, your back yeah. room as it's, it's more commonly known so we want your modern equivalent uh, and as Cammy said last week you can't just say I don't buy anything green yeah exactly no you can't that's that's too easy um, but there were some good ones that we came up with but it'll be interesting to see the kind of really weird connection that some folk have as regards mm. what they would associate to, with something to do with Celtic yeah absolutely so we want to know anything at all that you can't buy because you know that somewhere some old guy would be saying that's nothing but a bullet for the IRA Magnus I Cider, incidentally, is you can't enter with that one because Guinness. everybody said that one. Guinness, yeah, absolutely. You can't say those ones, but we want to hear. Uh, there's a belter actually on the Facebook page, so to enter that, you can go to the, the Facebook. Facebook. Well done, Cammy. Mm. Well done. See, you're, you're coming round here. Yeah, you'll find us at Heart and Hand. Uh, that's the page on the Facebook. You'll be able to get in touch with us at ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. That's for email. And that's uh, ibroxrocks, R O C K S, at playbackmedia.co.uk. And you can follow us on Twitter, but I can't work Twitter. So please don't enter on Twitter because I'm going to be honest, you're not going to win. Sorry, David, can you also make sure to include the fax number? Yes, exactly, or Telex Anybody that actually has a Telex number will win I'll just tell you that right now We're also still looking for your dogs and hats uh, And dogs and ranger strip Where we got a dog and a ranger strip uh, last week some confusion The gentleman in question hadn't worried that he'd put his dog through unnecessary hassle. No, no. It turned out it wasn't a hat. He was no. worried about this. But. Yeah, no, no. I will take dogs in sweatbands. Um, yeah. We'll take. There was a great one in Viz one time where the dog was reading a scud book while smoking a fag and uh, taking a can of Stella. No, we're not saying that because I think you might get in trouble with the SSPCA for that. But uh, anything at all dog really. Basically, we're dog lovers in this show. Yeah. We're, we're not cat people apart from Dingwall when he's a sickle. Yeah. So the rest you, of his. Love, kitty, kitty. Yeah, he, 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 he 
Nobody crack a pussy gag. No. And this week we have another competition. Every week on on Heart and Hand, we'll be giving away a series of football books. And not not mine. Before anybody gets sarcastic, no, we will be giving one of them away. Are these um, the ones that Scott is, uh, shall we say, well thumbed? Yes, these are the ones that Scott is currently fingering um, quietly and contentedly in the corner. I, I found a stash of interesting books that I'd been fingering when I was younger. Yeah, but you're not getting those ones. No, you're not no. getting them. You're no. not getting them. He's keeping them. Um, Eighties, the, the, the Scott. The, the girls have all got massive hair and bushes. You could lose a yeah, badger and sort of sweatbands. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Scott's keeping them, and he's he's just very kindly sharing them with the pod for uh, for reasons of research into entertainment in the 80s and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of but what we are going to do is give away uh, a series of books uh, every week you can win this now the first is a bumper giveaway Scott what have we got to give away in the first week it's, it's incredible it's probably Heart and Hand Podcast's first real headline moment I think, I think it's going to make the mainstream press you reckon I've already done that and I wasn't like yeah, well, it's, it's David it's three books three books yes the person will win three books okay? oh. there's three questions relating to these Three books. That's a, that's a book for every goal that Kyle Laffey scored against the Fermanagh. Yes, yeah, there you go. It's that's the K Laugh special. It's the K Laugh special. Then this this week's quiz. The books are Alex Bellos with football, Brazilian way of life. Rui Castro's Garincha, which is a damn good read by the way, and the fantastic. El Diego by Diego Maradona which has to be read to be believed you do honestly this is one of the best football books one of the best books ever written it's hilarious so what you'll see what we've done here this is, this is why we're one of the leading podcasts of our kind we're certainly the leading one that's recorded in my house yes is that we used all our brain power to come up with three questions <laughs> relating it took his ages that's a really sad thing it yeah. took his ages because one of the questions though that was a bumper we think we might have made up so yes to get dropped. right and maybe listeners can help us with this did Pelly ever train at Rugby Park? Right, that's not a question. Well, it's a question for us. You don't win anything if you can tell us the answer to that. We just want to know. Google let us down. Uh, Google let us down because we put in um, Pelly in Scotland. No, I got it was bloody Paddy yeah, McCourt, the Derry Pelly. Yeah, can we confirm that it is like the actual proper, genuine Pelly, not, not some a shit smear tramp? Yeah, and don't yeah. be smart arsed and go, oh, Betty Pelly played for Marseille at Ibrook. No, we want to know, did actual Pelly in the 60s play at Rugby Park? Ed, is, is it actually playing a competitive game no just did he show is up it training on the beach no. Trin. grace the turf of of any Scottish ground we think it's rugby part uh, Cammy it's interesting you mentioned the Pelly. he was saying uh, I've seen a, a documentary that players in his generation didn't talk about erectile dysfunction but, but maybe they should have Cammy never shuts up about it yeah exactly Cammy if he'd been in that dressing room I mean Scott you play football with Cammy and you're always saying Jesus he keeps getting on about floppies erectile dysfunction all the time it's holding back apparently see the end of the see if you know you're having problem maintaining your stoners I'm sorry that I'm trying to help you I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You are the I'm last sorry, person I'm sorry. Help me to I'm achieve sorry, a I'm, I'm trying to give you, you know, the verbal uh, excitement that you need. Can you imagine if you're really, Can you imagine if you're struggling behind. to get over the top and Cammy pops into your head? I've always got a picture of him in a wee coach's hat with a whistle going, Come on, do it, yeah. do it. Imagine, so, you think, so basically, what you're saying is you think about it when you're having sex. Is that what you're saying? Yes or no? I can have sex in a Wayne's without knowing about it. Apparently Did you not so. see the paper the day? Mm-hmm. I've got a son I don't know exists. So, or a daughter. so basically, Cammy is now our fluffer. What a horrible, horrible... So he's, he's actually gone lower then in the Follow Follow Cool Club, which we'll come to in a minute. He, he, I, say, I take it that we're, we really don't care if, we, if parents allow their children to listen to this podcast anymore. If, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. I think you'll find, Mark, that they'll get more education for this than they will at school. What does school ever get me? A Wayne. Well, yeah, apparently, yeah. 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 The so, sex education class. We shouldn't have bunked yeah. half, Chris. Here, here we go, folks. This is almost like a real quiz. Almost. You may be challenged 
Well, you'll be challenged until you fire up Google. Yeah, cheat, probably. Much, yeah. um, don't, don't do it. Come on. Don't so, do it. So can you remind us of these three questions? or We, just well, do, we haven't had them yet. Sure, no, we haven't had them. I can't remind you. I'll also add to the excitement by saying that the winning entry will be drawn from a hat. A hat. But David, what hat? It'll be my dog Arthur's hat. Because I don't just ask you to send them pictures of your dog in a hat and then not do it myself. Right? I mean, I love mm-hmm. this podcast. This is my yes. life, listeners. This is oh, my life. And um, Arthur has a hat into which we will put your entries and we will draw it out. If there's any way within a week I can get Arthur trained how to do it, then we'll, we'll post that on the Facebook. But at the moment, yep, Arthur's happy. Although if Arthur wins the books, there may be some sort of steward's inquiry. And can I just say, um, if you're one of the, the bears, there's plenty of bears abroad to listen to this, I'm not posting them there. No. Because I'm paying for this. No. So, you know, it's UK. Oh, hold, hold on a minute. You're paying? Yes, I'm paying. Really? To post the books. Yeah. I think it's a bit offside to ask the listeners to pay for the postage in their own prize. I wouldn't put it past you. No, neither would I. I did think it. It was, it was Chris that said, you can't do that. So, but, so, why, do, why don't we limit the uh, delivery area to a certain one I can a, walk a couple to. of postcodes and you can just wander around with yeah, other yeah basically G13 if I'm out there anyway okay. surely the dog will take them why not you're not trying the dog to do that well he's, he's, he's quite a kind of the words I'll meet you at the game my, my, my girlfriend uh, I don't know if any listeners listen to uh, or watch sorry the dog whisperer but my girlfriend has signed us up to Cesar Romero or whatever his name is online so I've got my scammers there to authority um, so at the moment I'm having enough bother with Arthur but anyway right anyway. 20 minutes ago we started right this. okay <clears throat> question one what three Argentinian players have played for Rangers since 1998 question two what club did Grincha play for for his entire career? Now, he played for a second club, but only for about 10 games, and he was already an alcoholic and never turned up for training. Doesn't count. What club did he basically play for his entire career? And thirdly, we had a poll earlier tonight. Which one of us, including Chris, the producer, was more likely to have a Brazilian? And why would they have a Brazilian? Can you explain what Brazilian is for people who don't know? No. It's a, it's a sort of haircut. Yes, exactly, and that's as far as we're going. But not on the top of your body? Not at the top of your body. No. Your front bum. The front bum. The front yes. bum. Okay. It's when you, you've got a shaven front bum in a certain right. fashion. And so, why? So those are the three questions. Uh, just quick, battle through them again quickly. What three Argentinians have played for Rangers since 98? What club did Grincha play for his entire career? Well, before he collapsed into alcoholic stupor. And which of us would be most likely to have a Brazilian and why? Who won the poll? Fantastic. Get those in so you can enter them on the Facebook, but everybody else will see your answers. So you'd be better off emailing to ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk. Ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk will announce the winner on the next podcast. Put quiz on the subject. And put quiz on the subject, as producer Chris is saying. Um, yeah, that's quite a good idea, actually, Chris. Yeah. Don't, don't, mention, don't mention Brazilians in the subject header either, I would imagine. No, it's <laughs> certainly not. Could I'll be not, treated as spam. I'll not get through the filter. Okay, to this week's uh, letters and um, the Facebookers. Uh, Russell Thompson, can you confirm that I have a higher minion rank than Cameron Bell, please? I most certainly can, Russell. Uh, you are considerably higher. What's Cammy um, now then? I've lost count. Cam, uh, he, was, he was named Junior T-Boy by Dingwall on the, the very same thread. Okay. Um, he's not even a minimum wage T-Boy. Uh, I did say... Minimum, minimum wage from Dingwall's sweatshop workers. Yeah, that absolutely. Right? I did say that uh, he's work experience before he starts his own pod, Cameron in the Bell End, and William Kelly said that's similar to his last film, which was called The Bell End in Cameron. <laughs> So uh, you're getting a wee bit slagged. We mentioned on the, uh, the Phantom Post, the Heart, uh, the Phantom Pod, the Heart and Hand Cool Club, and Royston Barras. Surely Mark isn't in that. Uh, no, he isn't. Of course not. Uh, it would make it redundant. Uh, the people who are in it to, to answer Ross are me, Arthur, the Duck, 
and uh, of course the regular the, the Facebookers. So those are the people that uh, that are involved. But, 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 but you know, hold on, no, we just sub that. Are we? No, you, you haven't gained any. You could, you know, at the moment. You've got to have something to work towards. Kenny Miller still get his target of goals for the season. You don't just so you're stop. Break, so you're breaking up the Siegfried and Roy partnership then, and keeping him outside. Yeah, it's always, always onto the gay entertainers for you, isn't mm-hmm. it? Right. Um, today, well done, Bears, and we got several, several people getting in touch with us. Excellent, Kenny White. Excellent comeback. I was never doing my nut at any point. Never. Mm-hmm. I think he's fibbing there. Richard Glenn, great performance today. Shows the character we need and should have, and also why we're the champions. Graham Cairns, great spirit, great determination. The mark of champions. I've seen a theme here. Craig Burton, uh, we're definitely got that swagger about us again even at 2 down you knew we weren't finished Scott Gibson 2-0 down we stepped up and got stuck in where Bill are the dogs Hunter. and hats Nay mentioned a big lead a man is seriously underestimated in a Jersey jersey that's quite tough to say Jersey yeah. jersey yeah say, say quickly um, Gordon Reid 2-0 and you effed it up 2-0 and you effed it up and repeat which I believe was, was being sung to the boys out there Going further down, there's some bullets for the IRA entry, which I'm going to I'm going to save until next week yes. because I think it, it's fair to, to do it in a in a wanna. As you say, and then there was plenty of people who were abusing us uh, about not having a pod at last week. We kind of did, but we probably didn't. Uh, and last week we posted up on the Facebook. Remember, if you're going to Aberdeen, try to have a translator and make sure you've been inoculated. Um, Tam Hunter said, "Stay away from the field. You might never eat lamb again." <laughs> Bill Hunter replied, well, "You do know what they put into the lamb up north, Tam?" And to which Tam replied, "Yes, I do." And that's why I only get lamb from the borders, <laughs> uh, which I think is uh, sums it up. And Mark Feldman got in touch with us a few weeks ago. We mentioned the topless man. The, the chap who's seen uh, on away games and he's always sans top in reply to the theory surrounding the topless salesman Mr Edgar you are indeed correct <laughs> uh, it isn't indeed a condition that makes him feel warm all the time as he explained to me topless on a bus to Dundee a few seasons back why do all Newcastle United fans have that condition then uh, well I think you need something to see they got beat again uh, Stoke City I think, I think there's serious danger going down ok so if you want to get in touch with us Cameron where's the first point of call to get in touch with us I would suggest sending a fax or telex but if you don't have either one of those outdated pieces of machinery you can send us a message on the Facebook the Facebook heart and hand you can tweet us uh, or tweet us or, or Chris what is it Tweet. You can tweet us uh, at iboxrocks on Twitter, and you can email us, and we want your competition entries. They are actually worth worth winning, you know. And, and this won't always be the case, by the way, for one of your competitions. Uh, the time we're, we're auctioning off Mark Sports Jockstrap, you know that that ain't going to go down too well. Um, <laughs> several ways. Um, see the entries flooding in for your book. My way, no one to know where I live. Uh, okay, we're going to go on then to any other bear business. Do you think Spore will have mental fans who like fireworks and run up and down, going absolutely mental, eat, win or lose? Well, they better not have because if they annoy my dog with their fireworks, I'll be raging. Well, that's true. Do the many fans come in, Mark? Do you know? I've absolutely no idea. What, what is your bus convener? Wait, that would be great. Mark and Turkey going, mm. right, yeah, well, I thought three quid. <laughs> and how is your new job as head of ticket at Rangers? <laughs> I just wondered, Mark likes to be the man with inside information. If he knows is it just me or does any disrespect Scott didn't have any other bare business? Oh, no, I just make it up. You just make it up on okay, the Okay, Kay laughs rubbish and so is Naismith. He just made a fool of himself there, didn't he? True. Nobody K laugh stuff. Mm. Cameron Bell? Uh, I've got two things. The first one is. Um, Chat's preparation, Scott. I'd, two I'd things. Like to, well, you're not going to like this. Um, I'd like to ensure that the photo of you handing over my winning bet is going on Facebook promptly. I hope you forgot about that. No, no, <laughs> I've forgotten about it. No, no, no. It will go on the Facebook this very evening. Okay, excellent. And the second thing is the competition sounds like a cracker, and I'm actually going to take the books away and read them, and then I'll tell you next week. No, you're not. I'm going to take them back to that cesspit you live in, <laughs> full of vomit and used jobbers. 
Just jobbers. 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 What jobbers? Jobbers. Jobber is a wrestling term for a person whose job it is to lose the matches, but a jobber is a, a receptacle which is frowned upon by the Roman Catholic ah. Church. We called them jibs, not jobbers. Jibs are jobbers, we called yeah. them. What in the blue hell are you talking about? Johnny's. John- Johnny's. Johnny's. Sorry, I didn't, no, no, no. Ah, there wouldn't be any used Johnny's Euros. I would indicate Mo- a lady. Mo- mean, moving on for those of us whose Presbyterian ideals have been compromised. Been outraged. Procreation, not Mark, recreation. any other better business? I thought there was a, a great idea from a, from a punt under Blue Order who was asking you on, on I'm sorry Matt I've got to say just before he came to that he just pulled a face that looked like Joey Deacon after a knee <laughs> <laughs> what was all that about punter in the, the Blue Order <clears throat> watching the game against Inferno going big man how come the Jumbotrons are on we can't see the replay or the goals so then became a discussion on what can we put up on the Jumbotrons seeing as we can't afford the electricity for them Nude books Etch a sketch You draw on the goal It's just happened And you can wipe it <laughs> A giant, giant etch a sketch That would be brilliant That, that would exactly. be good That would be a competition Worth winning You could be the etch a sketch Guy on the Jumbotron eye We, we stick men Going up with a wee ball In the back of the net And then wipe it For the next That goal. would be brilliant That's the football manager The original game For the spectrum exactly. What is going on With the screens Are they just Are they totally broken Or what's uh, going on Bain said that they're broken And they've they don't think it's worth the money to repair them at the moment. So. I take it that all of our listeners also know about the hilarious screens at Parkhead that can't be switched off yeah. because if they're ever switched off, they will never come back on again. Yes, that's why they're awesome. on permanently. You if, you, if you drive by Parkhead, sorry, I also meant to mention as well. Um, oh, I, want to, roll, I, I want to congratulate Arthur Boric and his weight loss. I don't know if you've seen it since three he's stone. moved. He's dropped three stone since mm-hmm. he's moved to. Is it Fiorentina? Is that yeah, Scott? It is. Yeah. What he he's, hasn't he's, managed to do is play for them yet. Yeah. Oh, is he not? Is he not played? No, he's not played. Obviously, he's doing some serious you know what he said last week, Cammy? Do you know said last week? I may have to move if I can't get first team football. Three games into the season, I thought. A bit of patience shown, surely. Yeah, absolutely. He must have. He couldn't think he was going to go ahead of Friday, did he? No, he did. He, he oh, thought he was. He's probably quite happy behind him, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and on that bombshell, I'm going to thank my. First, I'm going to thank producer Chris for. Because uh, he is the most important guy in the room, which we discovered last week. Yeah. So thank you very much to Chris. I'm going to thank Mr. Scott Vandenacker. That's to believe. I'm going to thank the Bell End. Thank you very much. And I'm going to thank Mr. Mark Dingwall. It's a pleasure to have been had by you. We will thank also. My name's David Edgar, uh, because I got pulled up for not saying that, in case people um, were wondering who the fanny was that was, was doing most of the talking. Uh, I'd like to thank our executive producers in London, Mr. Paul Miles and Mr. Mike. Lee and uh, we hope you enjoy it please enter the competitions otherwise Scott's going to be really really disappointed and we'll talk to you again next week Um, okay. <laughs> By the way, is that your boy up there? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> my name. <laughs> this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.